Today on the show, we have Daniel Hadizina. His company is called Mitrex, and they integrate solar cells into construction materials. They started in residential and moved to commercial and all these different solar panel installations. So Daniel, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Chet. So can you tell us a story, the evolution of Mitrex? Yeah, about 20 years ago, we started as Global Canadian Advanced Technologies, a company that's working on optimizing construction materials and making them better. This was an evolution of a company that started with a simple idea of how do we make uh, precast better? How do we make concrete better? And then it just uh, evolved into stucco and eaves, and we started manufacturing interior product, exterior product. It's been 20 years of evolution, but the simple idea of how do we make construction materials better, that never changed. The core always stayed the same. In 2015, 16, that was the beginning of Mitrix Solar, which how do we integrate solar, not just making construction material better, how do we make them more sustainable? How do we reduce the carbon embodies and how do we create a carbon negative type of construction materials. So that was the beginning of a solar evolution, which been, it's been about seven years now. And we start manufacturing our products finally in 2021, which are the solar integrated products. Yeah, but there were many years of us trying just to produce a simple stone panel that's 10 feet long and 20 feet wide and or vice versa, 10 feet wide, 20 feet long, and then it's not as heavy, so we don't need crane. How do we lower the carbon and body of these materials? And when I think about it, it's, it's, a, it's been a journey, truly a journey to get to a solar integrated product. We still have the line of sustainable product, which are mainly for exterior, but Mitrix was the one that took it to the next level. So this development of this technology, I'm sure there was a lot of versions before you had the right one. Yeah, so we have a saying in our R&D team and in our office, every time we fail, we say we have to go hug the failure. We have to go very close to it, hug it in our hand so we can understand why did we fail. Instead of avoiding it, which is painful, it's, it's a pain that we got used to. So we, we do a test today. We come up with a new idea, we test it, it fails. But we go hug the failure. We go look at the debris. We go look at uh, the broken pieces. We analyze them because we know we can make them better. One of the main challenges in solar, you can't produce solar panel in different sizes. But buildings are not the same size. So you have to come up with a system that produces the solar panels in different sizes. That was just one. Number two, solar panels, they're ugly. They're not designed for a building material. They're black. So how do you get rid of the colors? How do you keep the efficiency? And how do we improve those colors to white, beige, or patterns? The third one and the biggest one, solar panels are combustible. You have heard of solar panels catching fire. But how do you put it on a high-rise? A solar panel that's not catching fire or that's not combustible. The idea made sense. It looked fairly simple. But as we got into it, it reminded me of the two guys who invented YouTube. They said, if I knew how much headache I'm going to have, how much problems I have to deal with, I would have never started YouTube. So <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. When you get into it and years and years pass, you realize the mountain of problem you have to deal with every day, every week, every month. But after a few years, it's worth it. You look back, it's been a good journey. How did you solve the problem of creating something that could be used on a wide variety of applications? We have this terminology that it's like a starting fire. 
We start it from a corner and we let it burn and get dry and organically grow into other products. We, we have made this mistake. I'm, if anyone is guilty, it's me. I have started 10 different ideas at the same time, but it reminded me of this large wooden log that I'm trying to burn it from 10 different locations. It takes a lot of fuel. It takes a lot of effort. And at the end, it's going to burn at the same rate because it's, it's not ready. So every time we have one, we just start from the corner. We look at the problem that we have. Where do we want to end? What is the ultimate solution for us? Or what is the achievable ultimate solution in the next three weeks, three months, three years? And then we just start moving to that direction. We don't let the problem define the route. We define the route that ends to the solution. Because problems, they have this thing that they are pushing us to the path of least resistance. And usually that's not the path to go to solve the problem. What was a really cool install you guys ended up doing? Oh, we are doing so many of them. We have hundreds of projects in our pipeline that are coming down. We, as we speak, the University of Halifax is being done. It's being installed. We'll have a lot of material coming out of that project in terms of videos, pictures. That would be the tallest residential or any building in North America that's done by solar. So that would be the coolest one. And then we have many coming. We have the series of hotels that are coming up. We just announced our Geo Lagoon project in Quebec, which is a type of Airbnb or hotel decentralized without a source of electricity or energy, which is a very cool concept. And I like the concept and the idea behind it. In US, in Ottawa, we have a few projects coming up next to the Parliament. There is no end. We are talking about construction. There is no end into construction. It goes, it goes faster, it goes slower, but it always moves. Yeah, so you see, I'm sure you expect the solar industry to just continue to grow in size and scope over the next few years. Yes, where we are is a kind of a special place. We are somewhere between solar and construction. So we are not truly 100% a construction company or we are not 100% a solar. It's a hybrid and that's what makes it hard. It's very similar to cars, electric cars. They are not the engine makers or automakers of the past, like Ford and GM. They're basically engine builders and assemblers. And they were not really a battery company. So they were kind of in hybrid of who are they? It's a new category. That's the issue. Or that's the advantage. Because we are talking about a whole new category that didn't exist before. Yeah, I like this integrated solar construction category that you have really nailed. So... What would your advice be for new entrepreneurs or some of the young people out there that maybe want to start exploring these sectors? Sustainability is going to be a very long way. It's not a short wave. It's not a trend that's going to fade. My suggestion is always to try to look at the problem as, with as much clarity as you can and don't get involved into what others are saying. Try to get to the first principles and the basics of that problem on your own. And if this is your understanding and you can add value, you can make it work. It's just a matter of how to execute and how long it takes. Adding value, especially in the sustainable future. So it's always good to build in that space. The whole idea of metrics came about when I was standing next to a building and I saw the heat just coming out of the building from our material. And I'm thinking, why are we wasting this energy? Energy is expensive. Every time you turn on a heater at the home, every time you turn on the air conditioning, you're paying hundreds of dollars for it. 
So why are we wasting so much energy? So the buildings of the future are going to be a lot more sustainable and they're going to be a lot more efficient when it comes to construction. It's, it's great to see what you've developed and that you're pioneering the path for the future in that world, in this world. Yeah, thank you, Chad. <laughs> Is there a moment in your life or career, looking back, that you would say that was very pivotal to where I'm at today? Yeah, I think it was about the time that I was, we decided to have a child and I was looking at it as a, who am I going to be when I'm 80 years old or 90 years old? Do I want to be the guy who runs a factory, runs a business, makes money? Or do I want to actually leave a footprint behind me, something that I can be proud of? Something that I can at least walk around when I'm 85 and I say, you know what? We created something new that no one has ever done and the buildings are here. These are better buildings because of what we created. So having that larger 30,000 foot view on life and... What I like about Jeff Bezos, he calls it minimizing your regrets when you're older. So the regrets minimization and having a child at the same time and coming up with better product, that was one of those moments that changed the way I was thinking. Yeah, that can do that. Bringing yeah. life into this world. Yep. Having more responsibility and having a long-term view of not, it's not just me anymore. It's going to be someone else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Daniel, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you or your company, how could they do so? Our website, matrix.com, and they can just go to the website and we have a ton of information. We are adding a whole lot of new videos, more training documents to make sure we are creating more awareness. Well, thank you, Daniel, for being on the show. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki with Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.